I V M. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Triangle Offense. I am Munish and as always I'm joined by Nishant. Fun day in the NBA. The Warriors finally won. Uh, yeah. Beat the Spurs in a stadium that they never in a ground in a stadium that they never win, a building that they never win. Mm-hmm. They finally won. The Sacramento Kings ran the 76ers close. Miami Heat and Knicks played out a thriller and I want to talk about the Knicks in today's episode because we never do the Knicks. They when were the last relevant during Patrick Ewing? <laughs> Which is sad cuz everyone in the league does the Knicks. Usually. <laughs> hey, every team the does the Knicks. It's just we who don't do the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks is it's good for the NBA when Knicks is good. When NBA is taking a bashing, I think when all the ratings are taking a bashing, I think that's when Knicks come to their rescue sure. because Huge fan base, huge market. Yeah. They should be doing well, but it's been a long, long time since they've been doing well. Uh, first of all, Derek Rose, big name acquisition. I mean, returns back to the Knicks, returns back with his, reunites with his old coach, Tom Thibodeau. But apart from that, the Knicks have been doing well. I mean, uh, we'll come to Derek Rose trade, but Knicks were in the top eight until they lost a close game against the Miami Heat yesterday. Right. That could have gone either way. Uh, Miami Heat are terrible in their own way, but. Uh, uh, Knicks have been surprising everyone when we did our early predictions. I think we ranked them 14th, just above Detroit Pistons, who were 15th, and that we got right. But the Knicks have been <laughs> surprising everyone, haven't they? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, oh man, so many thoughts around this. First of all, Derek Rose and uh, Thibodeau, that's a whole love story of yeah. another level. They've, there's never been a franchise where Thibodeau's gone since Rose has come into the league where they've not teamed up at some point. <laughs> so that's a, that's a whole love story unto itself. Uh, if anyone knows Derek Rose's value, it's uh, it's Thibodeau. A, um, B, B, big name acquisition. Sure, it's 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 a big name. Okay, cool. Like yeah. once upon a time, quite big, huge for a brief point in time. But uh, I I hate to say it, and you know I love Derek Rose. He's the till date the only player name jersey that I've ever spent mm-hmm. money on ever. Not even Kobe. So I'm a big fan, but. But he's well past his prime. Uh, I don't want to say washed up, but he has been ravaged by injuries. So, if you're getting Derek Rose, sure, you'll get a starting caliber uh, point guard. Still, in a team like that, you're still starting caliber. And if your alternative is uh, Alfred Payton, then you're double starting. Like You should start twice and then again on Sunday. Uh, the uh, and, we, and we'll come to the downside. But look, I, I think they've got to be realistic with their expectations here. One, one thing that's really helped the Knicks this season, mm-hmm. along with breakout performances from Julius Randle and a couple of the rookies, uh, young younger players, is the fact that they've defended really well as a team. Like we don't know what alchemy it is that made Thibodeau turn this team into a, a team that defends. But uh, when they are top five, top six defense last we checked, so yep, yep, that's a big factor. Now I don't know how much Derrick Rose uh, would be a detriment to that. Because mm-hmm. as much as Alfred Payton can't shoot, and he really can't shoot on most nights, he's an average to above average defender. You you get the hustle out of him. He's he's a good piece in a team defense. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose, we've not really seen much of that side of him. It's not that he doesn't put in the effort, it's just not his strength as such. So that's one. That's one key. A, a team that's barely in the top eight is already overachieving, by the way. But that's yeah. barely in the top eight from a playoff perspective. Losing... Uh, to an extent, the edge on defense, that could be a, a, a death blow to their playoff chances. But that'd be the interesting thing. The downside mm-hmm. is their rookie, their draft pick, one of their rookies, yep. um, 
who was until recently getting some exciting minutes under his wing and if Peyton continues to be Peyton he probably would have started at some point in the season yeah but that kid has now lost his starting spot or potential starting spot rather uh, quickly uh, to Derek Rose <laughs> had to have come in somewhere so so quickly <laughs> quickly his growth is going to take a hit uh, from playing minutes maybe but but you know what i don't i wouldn't be surprised if they start derek rose off the bench in a lot of games and maybe use him as like a kind of like how you know how lakers used randall last season uh, sorry right. my, my bad rondo last season randall still rondo. in the mix mm-hmm. how the lakers used rondo last season where you are an impact sub uh, you are the experienced guy you've been to the playoffs you've been deep in the playoffs uh, you know how it works and and great mentorship right for quickly for a, for a rookie to learn from derek rose yeah. derek rose has a basketball mind derek rose mentally absolutely knows how to get it done it's just physically he's been so destroyed by injuries and and his game has been snatched away from him that he doesn't have that athleticism and that speed that made him a menace and the youngest league mvp ever but he still got it's not like he can't ball and he still got all of that wisdom and the experience and the and the tricks and the know how that a that a modern day point guard should know which is how to be a good play playmaker but how to be a lead scorer really because that's mm-hmm. what the point guard position has evolved to be today um, so great great mentorship for quickly but the trade off is he might lose a lot of playing minutes or pr- probably the next don't intend to keep peyton and there for long because he's been terrible <laughs> i've been i've been watching a few of the next games in yeah. the recent past and i still can't understand why quickly doesn't stand because quickly was exciting when he came on he's a rookie yeah but who cares if he can get you points he can get you good minutes you should start him yeah but, some uh, of these uh, I, i don't know some of these coaches are really old school that way right like uh, i mean kobe bryant had to wait 3 years to start yeah. just because yeah. seniority so maybe may, maybe it's something like that yeah but i've been totally impressed with the next uh, like i told you i've been watching the few matches and julius randall what a turnaround season for him uh, mini nikola jokic kind of numbers he's averaging 22 points 10 rebounds 5 assists uh, rj barrett who was the top draft pick of last year if you exclude jamorant and zan williamson yeah. both of them have been balling out and nicks have been doing really well i'm act- i was actually impressed by the style of play and yeah it was miami heats and they ran them close but Miami Heat no longer matter, but they've been doing well. I mean, I remember yeah. the game against Warriors; they absolutely balled out and got a blowout win against the Warriors. Yeah, no, I, they've they've been surprising everyone. Everything about them has been surprising, right? I think RJ Barrett uh, made a decent jump from last year, where mm-hmm. where, where you saw the talent, but the question was, okay, but how do you fit that into what the team needs and and convert yeah. that into wins, which is often a challenge with with a lot of young players. You see, D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell. I'm not sure if he still figured out how to translate his quite considerable talents into into wins how do you how do you make that happen so that's been a significant improvement from Barrett and then Randall's is balling out uh, I, I mean he's he's basically this year what Brandon Ingram was last year that that's right. as best as I can summarize it and which which is probably why I should take take back all of the brickbats I threw at the Lakers for screwing up so many drafts mm-hmm. because what what we're seeing is if you give them time and give them some mentoring to develop lakers actually made some pretty darn good draft picks d'angelo russell uh, lonzo ball although with lonzo ball it's not that he himself is is a bad pick it's that the lakers could have had jason tatum and there there's no argument who the better player is um mm-hmm. and then randall was 6th uh, i think in the draft 
So the top draft pick that year, if you exclude the first six, going by your RJ Barrett Zion logic. Uh, so great picks by the Lakers, translating to all of these amazing talents. Randall is he may he may have a very strong shot at at most improved player, and he's clearly mm-hmm. the guy carrying this franchise. When he got his contract, I balked a little bit. I said that's a lot of money to pay Julius Randle because I've seen him at the Lakers and mm-hmm. I like him. I I really liked him at the Lakers. But I said he probably has a ceiling to his game. I didn't see him do this, lead an offense even to a top eight spot. This team, um, and then play make, uh, rim protect, yeah, clean the boards. Uh, it's incredible. So, so I'm loving what I'm seeing. Maybe this is what Siakam should be doing a whole lot more. What Randle does for the Knicks, uh, though he has picked up, but. Like this is the level that the Raptors should expect from Pascal Siakam because he can do it. Um, the Knicks are surprising everyone, including maybe Thibodeau. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how long this lasts. And the only threat to this not lasting is them taking a hit on defensive capabilities if they drop, uh, mm-hmm. if they bring in Derrick Rose basically into the lineup. The more minutes he plays, uh, the more hits they take on defense. That's really the only concern I have. But otherwise, I think it's a great pickup for them. Uh, they got him easy. It's not like they let go of the world to get Derrick Rose. Um, if nothing else, but it, it really depends. If they rate quickly, highly, mm-hmm. then this is great mentoring. Last thing I want though for the Knicks, and this is probably my closing thought, is I don't want Obi Top in learning how to dunk from Derrick Rose because Derrick Rose can teach him ten thousand things uh, on how to dunk, and Obi Top absolutely has the ability to pull them off. But a lot of the stuff that Derrick Rose did was so risky. It it put so much pressure on his. Granted, he had a smaller frame, but the last thing anyone should be allowing is Obi Toppin trying Derrick Rose type explosive dunks. But other than that, I think we're good. Is it a real realistic expectation to say Knicks has a plane shot at least, like finish in the top ten and get to the planes and let's see what happens from there? Kind of a shot. Yeah, I mean, uh, look. So if their defense holds up. Mm-hmm. Um. Alfred Payton can't get worse as a shooter. It's just it's mathematically not possible, borderline. So if he can even marginally improve, and they figure out whether he should start, he's a rotation guy, impact player, whatever. If they can fix that one piece, say with quickly, say with Derrick Rose. So then now you have let let's say Rose for argument's sake. So you have Derrick Rose, you have RJ Barrett, and you have Randall. That's a solid a little uh, triangle. They don't run the triangle, but that's a solid little triangle to uh, to lead their offense. And I don't see why not in the East. I don't see why if they were in the West, I'd say no way. But in the East, I really don't see why not. I think they they have a definite shot at at the playing games. From this point on, if they don't make the playing games, that's a that's a miserable yeah. uh, letdown. Of course, I agree. And one one more reason why I'm excited about the Knicks is that they're one of the few teams with a lot of budget remaining for next season, right? Yeah. So they can go ahead improve this team with one big trade, yeah, and they coming, could man. definitely jump themselves up. I've I've heard this since about 1995, <laughs> and I've seen maybe two legit stars in mm-hmm. in or moderately close to their primes. There was once a Marbury, and then there was Melo. That's it. Nobody, nobody worth anything. And this was a franchise where Jeremy Jeremy Lin became borderline Allen Iverson level famous because mm-hmm. that's how desperate they were for for talent. Um, it's going to be tough, but I'll tell you what: this team's trending in all the right directions. If you recall a conversation we had um, last season when the season mm-hmm. was on about mm-hmm. about the Knicks, 
and and i said they made some staffing changes to their front office right, right. and their right the president gm whatever they call, they're calling their designations now these guys are it remains to be seen how competent they are at running sports operations per se mm-hmm. but these guys are experts at being agents at building a brand at pr and if the knicks need anything in life it's a pr makeover it is a brand because that's what stopping this image makeover is what is or the lack of it is what is stopping the stars from can you imagine in new york biggest basketball market in the land still despite not winning jack in god knows how long yeah and nobody wants to come there for good money nobody wants to come there because yep. they don't think the org is professionally run they don't think their negotiations are going to be correct they don't think the org is going to prioritize putting winning pieces around them if they're a superstar to go get the chip and so kevin durant and uh, kyrie irving marched down the street probably crossed the road at a signal and walked into the net stadium that's a slap to the face so whatever they're doing on the court it's great but i'm looking at the brand i'm looking at how they're clearing up the image and showcasing themselves as a place where they've got some tradable assets they've got mm-hmm. a great core where as a superstar you're thinking i'm going to plant my talents there and and you know we can build a chip winning or chip contending team around me that's really yeah. between now and next season that's the main thing for the front office to figure out and leave the coach to do the rest playing game no playing game whatever this is what you've got to do for this season yeah it'll be interesting to uh, watch their progress especially the derek rose trade i hope he yeah. gets a few more minutes than he was doing at the pistons and uh, it'll be it'll be exciting to see him play at least a percentage of what he used to be I so love it. <laughs> so that's all for the next today and that's all from me today and i'll catch you tomorrow after tomorrow's games all right man bye. peace bye